Brown Jumper Gang, what's good? Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. How you doing? Man, brown is the color. Brown and forest green tend I'm to be. I'm with you. I'm with you. I yeah. feel the same way. I have way too many pairs of green pants now. I, <laughs> I bought like varying pairs of green pants. Yeah. And then I buy like a forest green jumper and I'm like, nothing to put on the bottom. It's a problem. It is a problem. This is what people want to fucking hear about, man. They want to fucking hear about fashion problems of people in there close to 40, well, look, either yeah. side of 40. It has been said around town that we are somewhat fashion forward gentlemen. Trendsetters, yeah, if you, you <laughs> Where do you get this information? Uh, it's not important where I heard it or whether it's even true. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just been, been said. said. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Not what's, much. Been, what's been happening with you? <clears throat> what's been happening with me since we last spoke, which was seven days ago, almost young to the hour. Yeah, I went I went a bit rogue this week. I just disappeared. I yeah. was getting welfare checks and stuff. People yeah. hitting me up. Yeah. I was just busy. I just felt like not being super online. Yep. Well, yeah, I didn't see you post any of the reels, so I was like, I'm going to take that. Uh, I'm going to take ownership of that. And now that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Plan executed perfectly. I was. I saw it pop up. Because you know what it was? Like, I think I, I kind of looked at the reel and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because the camera ran out. Mm. And the really made it was, it's just me. Mm. And that's like the most horrific thing to see. Like one thing when you're talking, no problem. But when you're just looking at someone else talking. Yeah. And you realize like you're obviously autistic with the amount that you <laughs> blink. And you say, oh, sick. I get to. Can you imagine like just looking at your own face while you're not involved? Well, you're not like in conversation. Yeah. I can send it to you because I have footage of it. Of oh, you yeah. Just going like. Man, it's. um. There was another one where we lost a camera and it was just on me for the whole fucking time. It was a scary time. Yeah. Like, See, I didn't I care like? about that one because it wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty <laughs> I wild. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> it's pretty wild. We've got like fucking, what, nearly 200 hours or something of ourselves on there and we still look at these things going, oh, Jesus Christ, is that what I look like? Um, in terms of what I've been doing, not a lot. Uh, well, actually, heaps. Work's been very, very busy and um, that's, that's good. And I'm also trying to sell my car, which is... Stressful. Ongoing saga. Stressful, yes. Um, but I've made peace with it now. I'm just, I'm chill. It, it'll go eventually. And when it does, I'll be happy. I want to um, reach out an olive branch to all my brethren out there with fucking mortgages. Oh, yeah? Jesus Christ. I am not one that takes a lot of notice of my finances. My financial maturity is not high. It's kindergarten level. Yeah, I definitely have like... A financial learning disorder. Yeah. Your, if your finances were a person, it would still carry a lunchbox. Absolutely. Ninja Turtles. Fuck yes. 100%. And that's kind of fun. But what is not fun is what I tend to do the way that I live is I'm quite good at making money. So, I will do that when is more necessary. I'll be like, let's ramp this up. And people will be like, you owe us money. You know, banks for example, and I'll be like, shit, I better get some money in and then I do that and then I pay it and then we start again. And it's served me okay to this point. I own a house. I've got a car. <laughs> you know, like shit's okay to some degree. But um, I'd heard all the news of the uh, interest, interest rate rises and I was like, 
yeah, that's someone else probably going to affect me. <laughs> but I have a mortgage that's split in two. So when I got the mortgage, hmm, yeah, maybe pull that closed. What? Oh, it's a window. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I saw a bird. Potentially there's a bird. But yeah, I got a is split in two. So one half of it is the um, fixed interest and then the other half is variable, mm-hmm. which was great for the last 10 years because the variable interest was super low. And now the variable interest is like more than double what it was. Which means my repayments have gone up by thirty percent. Yikes! So I'm paying nearly four grand a month for my fucking apartment right now, which is insane. And that doesn't include, you know, strata and council fees mm. and and insurance and all that stuff. So I was just like, God damn! Yeah, thousand bucks a weather, week. Whether yeah, dude, to live in an apartment. Yeah, two by one. It's like, come on, two by two, baby, relax. Oh god damn, we balling. <laughs> Carbe. Oh. Inner city. Oh. NBN. We balling. Get dirt <laughs> off your shoulder. Crackheads everywhere. Crackheads. Elevators never work. <laughs> That's not important. <clears throat> Fixtures failing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that was a bit of a hard reality, like a shock to the system. I know everyone lives with these things, but I definitely have an alternative lifestyle when it comes to responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that that's been framed. It is interesting though. Um, I don't have a lot of empathy. I wouldn't say I feel sorry for the people with mortgages. I think that, um, you know, you've made your bed. You have to lie in it. But it is- You would have a mortgage. If, if, if the financial gods had smiled upon you earlier in life, you would have just got a mortgage. That's the way it would have been. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, I had an opportunity to do it um, and I chose not to because, and it's something that's always stuck with me. One of my first employers who remains a good friend of mine to this day, I won't mention his name on here because he probably wouldn't like it, but very, very suave, suave's not the right word, very, very good entrepreneur, knows, knows what he's doing and he rents in East Perth. And I asked him, you know, why? You've got two Ferraris and all of this luxury and it just, it's essentially disposable income, why would you put yourself through renting? He's like, that money that I would have to put forward as a deposit or you know, even if he bought the property cash, it's like that money will be far better spent in this investment, this investment, this investment because it returns me X, Y, and Z. I treat my rental as an operating expense. Mm. So that's kind of how I've approached that myself yeah well i mean when i got mine it was just one of those things where it was like i could afford it yeah i just turned 30 and i was like well i'll just get in the housing market because my whole life it was like this is the thing that shits me right and this is what like i'm not down with the like attack on boomers and stuff i don't really care but what i what does fucking frustrate me is that we grew up in this era and where housing was just a fucking genie in a bottle and people were like you just buy a house and then it doubles and then you buy another one and you negative gear and then you, you and I was like life. I always remember being like that doesn't sound sustainable like surely there's not it's just like one of those magic things it's like someone going oh you just go to this ATM and it just gives you money it's like 
yeah, that comes out of your fucking bank account. Mm. Like it was very weird. And then, so it was like, just get in the housing market, you'll be fine. And I watched everyone like double their money and, you know, buy $300,000 properties that were then worth 500000 going up. And I was like, that makes sense. Inner city apartment, shit's going to, obviously the inner city is always going to build up and up and up. And I was like, I'll get in, put the deposit down, live in it for a year, rent it out and just watch it go up and then I'll sell it. If you graph the period of time, the time that I bought my house, my apartment, was the last time that things were on the up and it just went down from there. It's fucking insane. And then you go back to those same people, which is every adult who was a you know, property magnate mm-hmm. and advisor. And you're like, what's going on? And they're like, well, um, I don't know. And everyone's fucked. Mm-hmm. It's Especially people that have multiple properties. Oh, yeah. It's it's the same from that whole generation. We've, we fucking, we are lucked out because we had parents who were telling us that there was only two ways to be successful in this life. And that is one, get a university degree and two, buy a property. That's what you got to do straight away. So, you know. That's what we're all aiming for. And it was, thankfully, I didn't, I only fucked up on one of those counts. And in such a minor money. way as well, because <clears throat> what, what was uni here? 20 grand a semester? Uh, yeah, I probably sunk 30 grand across my two attempted degrees. Yeah, which is not that fine. much. You but, look at America's but, student debt. But 30, 30 grand at the time would have been a deposit for a house yeah. if I wanted to get into that, or it could have been stuck in an ETF, which today would probably be worth 350 grand, you know? No one discussed investment the, mm. the etf discussion should have been taught to me in fucking school yeah credit like, ratings like yeah. all that stuff like even dumb shit like if you go and talk to a car dealer about getting a, a finance on a car if they put through a request for you to produce a quote your credit rating gets impacted yep it's like no one told me that yeah we had no knowledge of any of that stuff no. and they gave us mobile phones in like year 10 yeah and I know how to solve fucking solve for why. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is that use? Is, is that for me? Exactly. Zero. I've never used algebra again once. But you will. <laughs> One day. One day. One day. Imagine if everything you learned, it affected the future where you had to know it at some point. Yeah. But you don't know when. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, Pythagoras. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to have to know the difference between an obtuse and acute angles and- Dodecahedron, <laughs> fucking how many? <laughs> how do I find the median? Oh Fuck. man, it's insane. You know what's funny is that I think now with the new generation, with things like obviously infancy of like ChatGPT and like, um, I mean even Google and Wikipedia, people rely on these things so heavily for knowledge that it's like if you don't know something, you just pick up your phone and go. Ding. Mm-hmm. Imagine if if that just went away. I know. Imagine how dumb everyone would be. I think we didn't we speak on this last time. It's like, how does fucking the electricity work? Or yeah, yeah. Offline? I was like, I don't fucking know. Man, <laughs> these are the things that I think about. <laughs> Sit there, Because I was, uh, my internet, my modem died the other night. And I was like. It's the end of the world. Trying to watch TV. And it was like, okay. Well, nothing works on the TV. And it was like, okay, well, I'll switch everything to tethering off my phone and then you know the phone battery's dying it's like it's like just the chaos that ensued just from doing that it's like trying to connect your 
you know, PlayStation to your mobile phone and uh-huh. remembering the numbers and stuff. Ball ache. Dude, it's ridiculous. Ball ache. Mm. I did watch a really interesting thing the other day about a um, how easy it is to hack people. Ah, uh, yeah. I went down a similar rabbit hole the other did day. Did you watch that Sean Ryan yes, one? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah crazy. Yeah. And that thing, he's like, you can buy this on Amazon. The flipper. Yeah. So, what I did is went through, because I've- traveled heaps and been in various different offices and all that sort of stuff you're always like what's the wi-fi and it stores mm-hmm. so i would just looked at my preferred networks there was like 400 of them yeah and some of them were like free wi-fi dodgy and did you know that like it's just the name so it's not the address so if, if i have like think tank as my wi-fi and it preferred network clocks into that if i walk down into say I'm say I'm just at someone's house in Greenwood and they have a network called Think Tank, it will automatically try and join it. All oh, right, and obviously there'll be passwords so it will wig out. Mm. But yeah, apparently it just does that. So people people can just go through and go, what are all the networks called around here? Yeah, and just copy them and go dink duplicate. Yeah, it's pretty fucking hectic. Uh, it's a real problem at the moment in uh, the UK. Apparently, like use Range Rover, for example, they are one of the most highly stolen vehicles because people are just basically sitting out there waiting for you to open your car and it registers the the ID, like the unique uh, range or whatever that yep. that key uses on the car. And then they can just basically replicate it, take your car drive off. So there's a radio signal at all, isn't it? They're selling these uh, boxes where people at home will store their keys so that no one can actually read them while they're just parked in their house. Fucking, there's a whole market around like protecting yourself and it's something that no one really considers. Apparently airports are the biggest. Oh yeah, 100%. So people just sit in airports with those things. And the other one is they amplify their um, pay pass scanners. Mm-hmm. So they'll just walk past people and just be like, <laughs> it's fucking mental. It's fucking crazy. I know. Thankfully I've got nothing to take. Have at me. Yeah, my mum got... My mum got screwed when I was when I was in Europe. She got um, she sold an iPad, and the she'd like wiped the iPad properly, and then people were asking her like the battery cycles and stuff. You know, they do all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. In order to do that, you have to turn it back on, and to turn it back on, it like it doesn't let you just look at those things. You kind of need to reinstall your yeah. thing. So she'd done that, and then thought that she'd re-deleted it. And these people bought her old iPad and then they just stole her whole identity. Everything it was insane. It really, yeah, it really messed her up. Like, it's crazy what they can get into if they have, like, access to your email and stuff. Because mm. they can get past, like, forgot password. Stuff comes in and then they just change those passwords and suddenly you're, like, locked out of everything. God, if you go into my iCloud, I'd fucking commit suicide, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they reckon that's the thing with the quantum computers. They've already they can bypass any encryption that we have yeah. already. So they're like, that's the big issue is that you'll just walk straight through all of them because mm-hmm. it can do however many, so many computations yeah. so quickly. Slight changes subject, but um, <clears throat> I was looking at social media yesterday and I saw a picture. I believe it was on Bell Tower Times actually of um, our dear ex prime minister Scott Morrison walking around Florence looking at the sites. And it was very clear that no one had a fucking clue that that was the ex-Prime Minister of Australia just standing there. He just looked like a fucking dad 
salmon I shirt. Wouldn't, I wouldn't recognize him if he was walking Bro, I had to look up his name because I forgot. I was like, which one was he? Is that Hillsong guy? Yeah, <laughs> fucking salmon shirt, like cargo green shorts, like just looking like a full dork. Um, and then I was thinking, it's like, this is the people we're putting out into the into the fucking ether, the world political stage. Scott Morrison, ScoMo. Um, and then something else twigged with me. Joe Rogan says that politics is essentially just a popularity contest, right? So I was thinking, if Australia had to play the popularity contest game, who would we elect as prime minister? Who is our who is Australia's Donald Trump? Oh, well, the natural one would be, what's his name that owns Fox News? Clive Parker. Oh, no, no the, Packer or Murdoch. Yeah, the Packers and, and Murdoch. Yeah. Is it yeah, Murdoch? Packer, I think. No, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. He's, he's, the, he's the- But I mean, he's guy. like the head of he, the He's universe. like 9,000 years old. I don't think yeah. he has the- I don't think he has the charisma, the pizzazz. Yeah, true. Uh, if he it'd was be, still alive- You know who it'd be? It'd be, um, it'd be Kyle from Kyle and Jackie O. <laughs> that freak. <laughs> that is a great yeah. call. That is a great call. A terrifying one. The one I thought of is if he wasn't dead, it would be Shane Warne. Yeah, Warne. Shane, bold Shane. Yeah, someone like that. Or um, Wayne Carey. <laughs> Wayne <laughs> Carey's a bit Donald Trumpish. Oh, dude. Did you know, do you know much about him? He got caught fucking his uh, teammate's wife, Glenn Archer, I believe it was. Yeah, fucked his teammate's wife. What, during the, like when they were playing together? Yeah. Nice. And then they had a big biff. And then I think I spoke about it, we spoke about it on here, where he got caught with white powder on the roulette table at Crown Perth. Yeah. He's a bit of a bad man. I could see that happening. He is. Who else is there? Like Australian celebrities. You know what's, um, what's who's the, one of the action hero dudes? What's, what are they called? There's, there's like two brothers. Oh, Hemsworths. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that, is it Ryan Hemsworth that's the big one? Chris, Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. I think it's funny. I can't. I, I know the world loves Australians, so he is like, you know, he's he's on Netflix at the moment with some extractor or some whatever the fuck it's called, like a movie where he has to go save someone oh, from yeah, war zone, yeah, yeah. and then they've made a sequel. And I was just watching the preview to it, and I was like, I can't take it seriously because to me that's just like, it's like ten dudes I know. <laughs> yeah. Like if you put them in an acting role, they'd be like, yep. <laughs> Don't know what's going on here. We're going to try and get this chick out. And the whole of America is just like, this is amazing. Like, he's a hero. It's like, he looks like every, like, mechanic <laughs> yeah. that I know. Go to the OBH on a Sunday. Yeah. You've got four of them. And respect to him. Like, it's, but that's generally, uh, to me, that's like what, like, a blokey Australian just looks like. Mm. And there's no real charisma in it. You know what I mean? Yep. He seems quite, I wouldn't say he's vacuous, but he doesn't. Doesn't really stand out to me. I like the um the fact that they used to try and make him do accents, <laughs> and I think Aussies just can't suck, do it. Man. So now they just like play into it every time. It's like <laughs> the start of the movie, be like, "Yeah, just moved over from Australia," and they're like, "Cool," and then, <laughs> and then they can just Back move round. forward. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last time we'll have to talk about that. He's an Australian soldier. I watched a movie on the plane back from Sydney, and it had Russell Crowe, and Russell Crowe's a great actor. Fantastic actor. But God, he was trying to do a fucking Southern American accent like um, Kevin Spacey on House of Cards, you know, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. And Well, I do declare. <laughs> fully sucked. Yeah, he like, went from different, different kinds of American accents, flipping back and forth. But then I also noticed in the same movie, it had Vince Colosimo. Do you remember him? 
Yeah. Yeah, he I'm was fucking, in it as well. I'm fucking flying, mate. <laughs> 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 he was in it as well with Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, that's a fucking strange Dude, Vince Colosimo, let's go. What a bad man. I rewatched um, Chopper. Oh, the other way. This is what happens when you fucking end up on TikTok because it was like, you know, they yeah. do just parts of movies yep. and you're like, where's the next part? <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, I'll just watch Chopper. So good. I want to watch it again, actually. It's Eric uh, Banner is a beast. Like that is an unbelievably good movie. So good. Incredibly well for written. A, like for an Australian movie, it it really stands head and shoulders above pretty much anything else I've seen. Fully. There's, you know what? There's that. Two hands. I know. You two always, hands you is always sick. About that. And Animal Kingdom, the the, the original one. Yeah. They're re, they're the three kind of Aussie movies to me that I'm like, they're genuinely good films. Yeah, murdered. There's not too much else yeah. that comes to mind, you know. Yeah, there's a. I don't know if you've ever seen. There was a um a female reporter that did a interview with Chopper, like the real Chopper. Yeah, have you sick, seen that? Yeah, it's fucking and he, great. He points a gun, gun at her. So good, so good. And he goes, takes him where the bodies are, right? Like yeah, he's like, I think the there's one here. <laughs> what a sicko! Well, that's in the movie as well. Oh, on our current affairs. Yeah, right. Because they come in and speak mm-hmm. to him. It's yeah. so good, man. No cash Brilliant. here. No cash. cash. No cash. <laughs> There's so many good ones. It's it's, it's just full of um, catchphrases. Keith, he's, he's done like, himself a mischief. <laughs> what a great film, man. He's like, I was watching a bull ant across the table. <laughs> Billy was watching me watch the bull ant across the table. <laughs> 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 fucking Eric Banner would be a good prime minister, actually. I'd fuck with him. Yeah, for real. What does Eric Banner do these days? Probably just be rich. Because he he did he did like some Hollywood movies. I think he was the Hulk. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. He was the Hulk. Yeah, he's he must be loaded. Because he was was he Milo Kerrigan? Yes, <laughs> dude. Eric Banner's a king. Oh no, he wasn't. He wasn't Milo. He was uh, Charles. What with the hair? Ray Ray Martin. Yeah, I think he might have been Milo Kerrigan. Oh, really? As well. Let's have a look. That was in Full Frontal. That was like our Saturday Night Live. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was Ray Martin. Oh, no, it's Sean McAuliffe. Yeah, I thought it yeah, was. My yeah, my bad. That's one of those ones where people are like, it's not Eric Banner. <laughs> Lucky. Let's put, oh, no, yeah. fuck that. Let's put that on TikTok. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Right. Eric Banner. Is Milo Kerrigan. <laughs> <laughs> you say it. <laughs> Jake, you know what to do. <laughs> Jake, if you could just make sure that Josh says these things. <laughs> yeah, there's some... There is some definite like um what's the what's the movie with Oh what's what's it called? Gladiator. Mm-hmm. With Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. That is a strong film. Beast. I still watch it now and I'm like, that's a bullshit Hard. good film. I watched that at the movies when I was in like high school, man. I don't think that there's anything I, I can't think of a bad thing about that movie. No. Eric Banner was Black Hawk Down as well, which mm. is quite iconic. There was tons of people in Black Hawk Down, eh? Yeah. And they were like unrecognizable because they did all the like yeah. military stuff and they got like, you know, their version of blackface. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay in the military, yeah. apparently. It was initially called Blackface Down. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking double standards in the cinema industry, mate. Have you seen their um the what's his name? Andrew Schultz stand up. The full Andrew Schultz. Oh, stand-up. that's when he talks he talks about yeah, it. He goes, he? Yeah, he goes, blackface is always bad. He's like, 
Unless you're a Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, that looks pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're playing NFL football. Mm. Under the eyes. Mm. Man, there's been... Um, I, was, I, I will touch on it briefly. I don't... I, I was thinking the other day, because I, I do watch a lot of YouTube and like obviously consume the the shit that comes out generally through social media. But it was pretty crazy with that um, the submarine. Oh, yeah. I like, it was obviously, it's whatever. That submarine would go down, see the Titanic. Sounded pretty cool. Obviously, it looks pretty ridiculous the way that it was put together, but it had done plenty of missions, apparently. Yeah, I don't know if I would say plenty. I think it had only done like four or five. Yeah, so they... Uh, and the weird thing was that everyone was so... Like, social media was just so stoked that these people would die. It's like, oh, yeah, they're probably eating each other now and, like, fucking billionaires. It's like, have some compassion. Like, for the the concept, it sounds like they died from it. They died within milliseconds mm -hmm. with the thing crushing. That's what it sounds like. But it's like the idea of them just slowly running out of air and the fact that all these people on social media were making, like, content out of it being, like, this is what's probably going on and the Simpsons guessed yeah. this and stuff like that. It's like, yo, we're kind of dancing on the graves of people that are dying. We would take potentially dying in real time in the same era where it's like, there's, you know, how dare you say there's only two genders and stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's fine to talk about, like no one's being canceled for that. It was just, it's so strange to me. It's like, I was looking at it and I was like, yep, I don't understand the world. I just don't understand the world. The other one was, um, people immediately draw parallels to other things that have happened that didn't get the exposure. So oh, some Pakistani boat like went down and 70 people drowned. It was like one of the worst like aquatic fucking, I don't know what you call it, not naval, but aquatic uh, disasters. disasters in forever. And everyone's like, why is no one talking about that? It's because they weren't going to fucking visit the Titanic in the yellow submarine. Exactly. It's so good. That's the natural thing now, though, is like people are like- But what about these guys? Yeah, no one's talking about this that happened. Yes. It's like, well, we're talking about it now. So RIP yeah. to all of those poor people that passed away. Um, when when did was that recent? It was like the day before the sub disaster or something or the day of. I don't know. But so how did the going, back to the, going back to the submarine, how the fuck do you become a billionaire- as smart as you must be, unless it's generational wealth, and look at that thing and be like, that's a good idea. Mm. You've got to be fucking retarded because that looked like it would go to the bottom of the ocean and implode. It, that's what that thing looked like it could do. It wasn't even a good looking submarine. Yeah, they, it was weird that he was a billionaire and that they hadn't decked it out at all. It was like there was a couple of like mm, like CRT monitors, you know, like yeah. just and like weird one cabling. viewing hole at the front. It's yeah. like who gets first look? Dude, my remote control fucking dies all the time on the PlayStation. Like. Yeah. In those four or five trips that it did, apparently the controller died every time. Oh, God. It's just stupid. I, and old mate from like Pakistan or something that was hell rich as well took his son. Like why would you? Well, you'd think, I mean, they, they obviously thought it was safe enough. And, I mean, accidents happen and, and things happen. You would have thought there would have maybe been some sort of like a port authority that would need to approve the vessel to be able to do that. I don't mm -hmm. know. But mm -hmm. it's sad. I definitely, it's, it's definitely, I mean, I'm not, it, it's, I, I don't, I don't find it crazy that people died doing that. Like that's, it's like, there's a risk involved and you must know that risk and that's fine. So, the nature in which they died if it just if they were just rolling along and then they reckon in 0.3 milliseconds or something they died 
that's fine. Yeah. But if you were, if if they were sitting there just running out of air, like going, ding, ding, that's yeah. terrible. That's just the, the most awful That would be a shitty thing. way to go. Yeah. That being said, I don't actually know whether it would be because you don't suffocate. You would just be breathing CO2, carbon dioxide. Yeah, but you would be aware that it was going to happen and you'd be like, we've got four hours or something and then there would be yep. varying stages of panic and stuff. It would be horrible. I think, I actually think it would be quite calm. I think you know at that point you're not being saved and you would eventually just pass out through carbon dioxide poisoning and it would be quite peaceful. Okay. We have different we have different understandings of the topic. I don't want to make – yeah, I don't, I, it's, a, it's a weird one because I do think just in general like the, the glee that people had about it was just really confusing. Yeah. yeah. That, it, that is pretty fucked. Yeah. But memes need to come from somewhere, Scott. Yeah, but isn't there a line? You know what I mean? Nah. Like, we're not just there. There's no school shooting and we're like, oh, the kids probably was probably like Grand Theft Auto. It's like, no, don't fucking. It's tragic. It's a sad thing. Like, the idea of all of this is is quite sad. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. The queen dies and everyone fucking mourns for ages and then, you know, dudes die in a thing and everyone's like. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> fucking weird. <It's laughs> Should have used an Xbox controller. So, I've got music coming out on Tuesday. Yeah, sick with Jeremy. Yeah, for the first time in a while. So, basically, I'd done... It was a, it was a bit inspired by this, to be honest, because... You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Some people have said I am an inspiration, so <laughs> it's good to finally see it come That's it. Uh, Fashionista. Exactly. Forward thinker. Yep. And inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I... Um, so, when I was doing music... With the, which I still am to some degree with the Lost and stuff. It was really fun until it became like more about it being like- Commercial. Com- more so like uh, what's going to connect with people, da-da-da. Like when it was just doing it for the fun, for, like for, for the enjoyment of it, that was the best part of it. And when we started this, I said that I had that conversation with you after the first episode because you were like, because it went really well. And then I was like, I remember I was having a conversation. You were like, well, what, what direction do we go? What do we do? And I said, I think the most important thing is that we make it about us doing this and anything external to that is good and we can meander a little bit. But if we start trying to go, oh, this is, we're going to do a podcast that's about this and it's going to go in this direction, it's going to lose its fun. What do people want to hear? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I, the enjoyment that I get out of this is us having these conversations. And I, I mean, I say that all the time. So when we, when... Me and Jeremy used to live together. I was like best man at his wedding. He's one of my best friends. And we were like, it's natural as you get older, like you have different responsibilities and stuff. And then you don't really get to hang out with your friends as much anymore. And it's funny because we lived together for like four years and never worked on music together <laughs> in that time. Like we, we did bits and pieces where he'd like engineer some of my stuff and things like that. But um, yeah, we were like, well, let's just, you know, we do this one one day a week. It's Saturdays now. It used to be Thursdays. And then every Tuesday, I mean, I finish work and then me and Jeremy just go into his studio because he owns Lab 6, go into his studio and just play with synths. So, like, we just talk, order Uber Eats, play with synths, just jam and record. And then that was kind of the plan. We didn't know what we were going to do with anything. And then we wrote, like, a bunch of stuff that was – really fun that just came out of these jams so we just hit record and then just kind of tweak these things and sometimes i'll come in with an idea or he does and then build 
build around that. And the idea was, I was like, why don't we kind of document this in the same way that we do with the podcast where I don't, we don't edit this and go, Ooh, it's, it's not perfect. So let's tweak it. And, you know, if we really wanted to, we could sit here, do this, watch it back and then go, okay, well, those bits that we spoke about there, let's do them again and we'll cut that in. And that's kind of what music is. It's like constantly refining. So I was like, well, why don't we just kind of work on these, work on this idea that we have, record for one week and then the next week we'll arrange those bits that we've recorded and then it just goes out. Um, so that's the the project. So it's cool. like a music podcast. Yeah, but it's like it's it, it, the output is being treated that way. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it's it's called Terminals, which is um, yeah, it's it's just started on Instagram and stuff. So follow that, people, if you're interested. It's Terminal. T e r m i dot n a l s. It's dot a l s at the end. Dot a l s. Yeah. Which is funny because that's the Ableton live set <laughs> extension. That's what the file's called. Uh, it's only that because the the Instagram wasn't yeah, around. Available. And I actually did the terminals double underscore because I'm always a double underscore person or yeah. using underscores. And I, I set that up and then Instagram banned me. I have no idea why. So now that, that username's just gone. <laughs> it was like a live for a second and then they were like... They thought it was like fraudulent or something. Yeah, right. I think I'd use the same phone number as another account or something. And isn't ALS uh, some sort of disease? Yeah, we're spreading awareness. The ice bucket challenge stopped and, no, you know, there's still people out there suffering. Yeah. So, yeah, we got that coming out, which is it's going to be super fun. That's really cool. Yeah, and we're going to the, – the aim of it is that we're going to play shows as well. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to like set up a table like this with a bunch of synthesizers and like feed stuff in. And do that, even if it's just at the bird. Yeah. Like, there's no expectation of being like, the th- there's no idea of it, of, of going, oh, it's going to go out and we're going to try and do this and try and do that. It's mm. like the basis of it, the whole idea of it is that we do it on Tuesdays. Yeah. Everything that comes out of that, it's the same as this. Yep. We do this conversation and then I probably spend, I reckon about maybe four hours a week or something, just going, putting it all together, getting it onto the various platforms and stuff. But then it's just out there. Mm. And then I think- the idea of music being that is a fun thing as well. Because previously when I worked on music, I was like, this has to be, everyone kind of just wants to work on some sort of an opus, you know, like it's like, yeah. it's got to be listened to like in headphones after like half a joint, <laughs> the lights are down and like you're going through like a bit of a tough time, but you're kind of hopeful. It's just like, <laughs> uh, you're like, well, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, that's really exciting. I look forward to hearing more of it. Yeah, I'm excited for it because it's like making music and playing music and like tinkering with things. Like I said, I've got the piano now and I'm playing it every day and I don't need Dexies or nicotine or I don't worry about what's on my phone or something. When I'm doing that, it's like I'm complete. It's I think it's the only thing where I'm like completely present mm. and it feels very calming. So it's like... Okay, let's do more of that. Yeah, sick. That feels like a nice thing to do. Talking about music, um, I heard someone else talking about this the other day. What is, do you have anything like this week? You listen to Spotify and shit a lot, I assume. Listen to music quite a bit. Yeah, I'm not big on like, I, I don't like get the stuff they feed me. Like I'll put on, Yeah. I don't listen to like curated playlists or anything. I just kind of go, oh, I'm going to listen to this and I listen to that. Yeah. Looking back at the past sort of month or so, what what has been a guilty pleasure? 
a guilty listen that you'd Oh, I got a guilty listen playlist that I made. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out. <coughs> and I stand by these so hard. Like, <laughs> guilty pleasures used to be like closet things when you were younger where you were like, I hope people don't know I do this. And now it's like, guys, I do this. <laughs> so next to my sex playlist. <laughs> I think we should make these public and then people that listen to this podcast can uh, follow your- I'm not letting people into my <laughs> audible sex life. Um, where are we here? For starters, it's called It Do Go Down There, which nice. you're clearly not are you, you're familiar with. I'm not, no. You ever seen that video of the, um, there's this guy sitting at the front of a boat looking backwards like a little dinghy mm -hmm. and the guy that's driving the dinghy is filming him and the guy that's, I'll just show it to you. Mm. It's fucking amazing. The last person I saw in the front of a dinghy was using a trout in a very inappropriate way. Oh my way. God, dude. <laughs> that was in. That was insane. I got PTSD still from that. Yeah, especially the the voices in it. Oh, I know. She's like, oh yeah. Get <laughs> that get, was it. Go yeah. deeper. <laughs> and she got they got done for like animal cruelty or yeah. something. It's like I think it's bestiality, bro. Is that illegal? Yeah, you can't fuck. I thought animals. it was frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a grey area. The <laughs> one that you definitely don't want to be done for. As long as the animal's not a d domesticated species. <laughs> If it's free range, it's fine. <laughs> if you can catch it, you can fuck it. <laughs> Trying to. <laughs> that seems fair. Second one. The second one. Oh, this is the dinghy thing. Okay. It's a bridge. Just goes around a corner. Walking on the flat inside of me. That don't look like it. It don't. It don't go down. Robert, it goes down. No, it don't. It do go down. <laughs> <laughs> it do go down. <laughs> That's great. I've never seen that. It's quality, yeah. Uh, 65 million views. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. It was like an old viral video. Um, I went through a rabbit hole of those just quick sidetrackers <laughs> on, uh, what's that? What's the fucking thing where he's like a, a black dude standing in the forest and he's like, Unforgivable. Oh, dude, that was that was the Goat best. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. Get me some waffle fries. <laughs> <laughs> some bitch. <laughs> Soda or something. <laughs> dude, dude. What a great fucking clip that was. It is the dream. <laughs> so you give I heard me that guilty that dude, pleasure. There was there's like myths about that dude that really? like he died and stuff. Yeah, yeah right. Um, all right, guilty pleasures. We're just gonna go through here. Just give me your top five. Top five. Well, there's only like 10 tracks on here. Oh, okay. um, Into You by Ariana Grande. Okay. Do you know it? Uh, I couldn't like hum it, but I reckon. Okay, I do know the tune, yeah. <laughs> Absolute banger. Um, be the one. Do a leaper. Okay. You don't know that? Oh, Dude, I gotta share this list with you because this is hundred percent, yeah. I just like bopping along for stuff. <laughs> the Dua Lipa one's got that like hey Mickey, you're so fine beat to it. Okay. That, you know the one? Oh man, I'm so bad with that shit. If I hear it, then I can place it. But I don't know names. I don't know. Yeah, lyrics. that's right. You cause you do that. Like when we have What's So Not on and you were like, What well, I don't know what he exactly. does, and then you you're like, Oh, I know that song. Yeah. Um Industry Baby, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. Again, couldn't tell you what it sounds like. Really? Would have heard it. 
Oh, <laughs> cool. This was a fucking anthem at one point. Absolute banger. What was that actual first track? Who who did that first tune? I don't think it's like, it's a, like a little Wayne sample. Or I don't think it's a sample. I think it came way before those two. Really? Yeah. I told we'll to you long ago. Is that that? That's that. Uh, but I think that that's like, it's just a good hook. I don't know. Uh, we could check it out. Speaking of hooks, Captain Hook by Mick and the Stallion, <laughs> which is song referring to a dude's dick that curves sideways. <laughs> Dude, this is the best line I've heard in a song in so long. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, absolute banger. Imagine me in my car with the windows oh, down playing that. People looking at me. And then we got driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo. Banger. More of a emotional ballad. Okay. Um, bit of Nicki Minaj, Barbie Tings. <laughs> What's my name? Rihanna and Drake. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Kiss it better, Rihanna. Ooh. Me and one of my mates had... Um, we... I was I was saying that that Kiss It Better was um was the best Rihanna song, and he was saying What's My Name, and then we both messaged each other going No, you're right. <laughs> so <laughs> there's both of them, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I think. Um, oh Jesus! Obsessed with you by Central C. Oh yeah, which is the kind of girl anthem. You can't really be guilty about Central C though, can you? Singe. I don't know. He's got some trash, but I do listen to it regularly. Him and the the album that him and Dave just brought out is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. That um, have you had that Sprinter song? Sprinter. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Just yeah. came I'll out like last it. week. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so good. But then they always do that, like, because the trick is is the Drake trick. Mm-hmm. It's like get dudes on board with like the ignorant kind of rap shit, and then do like emotional girly songs about being in love. <laughs> yeah. And then and everyone's just like, okay, you're good. You can go now. <laughs> you have like the you have crowds. Mm. Maybe we need to do that. With the podcast. You know, we have the blokey stuff, shitting yourself, mm-hmm. things like that. And then we need some more emotional vulnerability. True. We get that sometimes. Maybe my playlist, it do well, go down though. I've been Available now on Spotify. I've been listening on TikTok to um I have nothing covers by Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. What a song. You know what the best thing Woo! about that song is? What? Key change. Oh, at 100%. The end. She takes it up like five. Yes. they. There's a, it seems to be a trend where people are doing it in stairwells for the acoustics. Oh, people are fully singing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Big sick. covers. You know what the one that shits me is that um, there's like two girls in a car oh, park yeah, and she's like, yeah. I remember when I last met yeah. that. She does that like <laughs> yeah, run yeah, yeah. and everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I hate it when people sing like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, someone sings and you're like, oh, you got a good voice. Like, I'm with it 100%. But when they start doing the like, ooh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, shut the fuck. Like, everyone hates you. Yeah. Apart from fucking TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Unforgivable. <laughs> it definitely yeah. is unforgivable. My other guilty pleasure, like, for the last month has been Lizzie McAlpine. I've never heard those two words. Ah. That combination of names. There you go. I actually came across her because she did a. A three-way, and not the fun kind, <laughs> but with uh, John Mayer and um, Jacob Collier. Jacob Collier is a legend, man. Awesome. 
what, probably one of the greatest musicians alive. Oh, yeah, if you he's really nuts. consider it. He's absolutely not. Yeah, she has a couple of cool tunes that are um, kind of in your feels. But uh, what's her vibe? Um, I'll play one. Hang on. Let's see if we can get one going. <coughs> you might have heard it. Sounds sensitive. It is pretty sensitive, actually. Don't listen to this if anyone you know dies. <laughs> I hope you have the time. <laughs> I hate long intros. Yeah. Why do this to me? Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it completely. It sounds like the opening tune to Dawson's Creek. <laughs> or um, like just after the ball, the prom or something where... Uh, Pacey's lost his girlfriend or something. That Dude, would play. 100% standing in the rain. <laughs> 100%. Realizing that you made a mistake. For my TV, for some reason, whenever you open it, it will open the app that was last open. In my case, probably YouTube. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it stopped doing that now and it just goes to like internet TV straight away. And it's always been Dawson's Creek playing. <laughs> I don't want to win. Yeah, I got caught up in an episode the other night and I had to fucking shake my head halfway through. Like, what are you doing, Josh? It's terrible. Turn <laughs> this off. At least pull the OC on. Come on. The other one that's been playing is Water Rats. <laughs> <laughs> Huge Australian Dude, television. Huge. <laughs> the golden era of Australian television. Man, the other one that I've been listening to is um, Gracie Abrams, oh, Josh okay. Abrams' daughter. Right. Yeah. She like sings just like that one. Yeah. She's Lizzie. like really soft. Lizzie McCann. That whole kind of like um, Billie Eilish thing of like ASMR singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'll, uh, I'll send you a link to John Mayer, Jake Collier, Lizzie McAlpine live. You're always trying to put me onto Vanilla White Dudes. It's, it, it is your thing. Who's the other guy that you really like? Tom Tom Mish. Oh, Tom Mish. Yeah. <laughs> to me, they're kind of all the same person. Vanilla. Like they're very, yeah, dude, it's like white dudes playing soul guitar. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. He's an excellent guitarist. I'm not. <laughs> He's an excellent guitarist. <laughs> okay, so for me, I don't know whether I've told this before, but Tom Mish, I really, really liked, alike, and um, he did an album uh, that released like two days before I got out of jail. So when I was leaving Japan, that was all I was playing. And one particular song called Night Rider with Freddie Gibbs um, was playing as I was on the train to the airport and I filmed it in black and white and I had that tune going at the same time and it's just, it's an, it's an aesthetic to me. You know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's just something that will live in my brain forever. Yeah, that's main character energy. Where, yeah. You know, you have the headphones on and you're walking through. I was doing it yeah. walking through London, listening to Bicep, and I was like, this, is, <laughs> this just feels right. A <laughs> hundred. Yeah, I love Tom Mish. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, you'd have a type, bro. Mm, it's, it's true. Because Tom Mish would definitely be, I don't know, maybe the poor man's John Mayer. He is a massive John Mayer fan mm-hmm. and also, a little known fact, plays with a John Mayer signature Stratocaster. My favorite guitar. How do you not play music? <sighs> Lazy. I've seen you. You can play guitar. I've I, seen you pick one f- up and I just f- randomly <laughs> play it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I can fumble around with it. There's just, it's like motor memory for some reason. There's one, a couple of tunes that I can just kind of halfway play that I've just never managed to forget. But um, Green Day, Time of Your Life being one of them. <laughs> 
But you know, um, you know time of your life by Green Day came out when I was finishing high school? 1990. No, 1997. Mm. I was leaving primary school. Yeah, and that was the one that, you know, they do like the final graduation thing. (laughs) It's so funny. But the other one was I'll Be Missing You by. well, Faith Evans. Yeah, Faith Evans <laughs> <laughs> and Puffy. Yeah. So that was the year. That was the year before. So like all the fucking losers at my school. Like I was year eleven watching the year twelve graduation, and they were like coming out and rapping like I've been missing. <laughs> kind of hard, and they like changed the changed the word. It was really fun being in year twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I hope some of them listen to this because that shit was fucking painful then. Like even, okay. yeah, now it's like come on, man. But yeah, ours was definitely time of your life. Absolutely. That was my graduation song too, Year 7, 1997. I yeah, just that's remember, every funeral song. I just remember seeing that on like, it was it MTV at the time? Probably, maybe, um, maybe not. Video Hits. V. v. Video Hits? What was that? Yeah, Video Hits. Yeah. Was, that was like the Channel 10 one. That was yeah. Rage. Yeah, that's uh, that was constantly playing on there. And the Puff Evans, uh, or Puff Evans, Faith Evans, Puffy mm-hmm. one. Dude, um, they dominated that era of music. It was crazy. You know what the, my favorite era may have been? Me and my friend Matt Hansen went to the Gold Coast with his parents. I had just turned 18 because my birthday's like the first couple of days of January. So um, I, was, I was 18. His birthday wasn't until October, so he was 17. But we fucking finagled his license so he could get into a few places. And I just remember... Watching those movie, video movie, video movie, video fucking music yeah. shit. And it was Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. Beautiful. Drop it like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah nice. Or Drop It Like It's Hot yeah. was one as well. Um, 50 Cent in the club yep. had just come out. Um, and I, fuck it, there was one more. That's this, oh, Evanescence. Oh, dude. Huge. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking rules. You know what what it was for me? It was like first first or second year out of high school and the girl I was dating had like Foxtel. <clears throat> so just sit there watching V. Mm-hmm. And um it was System of a Down Chop Suey. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the words. Yeah. Avril Levine. Um like Avril Lavigne, Skater, Skater Boy, Boy era. Yeah. That was out at the time as well. And um, Jay-Z, I can't remember what Jay-Z song it was, but it was like massive. Mm. And those things would just be on rotation all the time. 100%. But the video clip for Chop Suey was so sick. Yeah, that was a sick, sick tune. It was a really cool interview. I think it was with Rogan actually where the guy from uh, from that band talked about how they – the the kind of lull the what do you call that um, yeah it was with um, Rick Rubin because Rick That's Rubin right, did the Rick thing Rubin, yeah and they pulled a book out right literally and just fucking the first page he turned to and that's the fucking lyrics insane yeah. insane that's his father into my head yeah I um I went to year six camp I think it was in Kalgoorlie and um I remember the tunes at that time it was like fucking silver chair. And Huge. presidents of the United States of America lump peaches, dude, absolute bangers. Peaches, the, the video clip for Peaches where Huge. the ninjas come down. Huge, dude, that was the best. Huge. I had that album, bro. Silver Chair. I recently did a revisit uh, on YouTube, and they fucking murder 
Dude, they were huge. It was he, was, he was a genius playing dude. freak in front of like this massive fucking crowd that I've never even seen before. I think he was in Brazil or something. Just fucking insane. So good and live, like killed it. That's so cool, man. I met a I met a girl in um, LA when I was when me and Kate went over years ago, and um, she had travelled Australia when she was like a teenager, like you know probably just before she turned 20 and um i was like oh where did you go and she was like newcastle i was like that seems a weird place to go and she goes i was just a crazy silver chair fan so she came over like she was a mad silver chair fan when she was a kid so she went like all around where they grew up and stuff and like wicked uh, it's so that's it's crazy that they had that impact mm-hmm. because that you're talking about like just the era after there's a really good podcast on spotify that daniel johns did where he, I think he did like five episodes. Yeah. And it's awesome. I haven't gone into Because he's it like yet, a tortured, tortured genius, mm, really. Mm. But he's, he kind of does a tell-all and it's really it's really cool. We should have spoke to Chris about that. What's so not? Because they did a – Chris lived with Daniel Johns during the start of COVID. Fuck. Yeah, in his house. And they were, they worked on music together. That would have been – They put really, out a couple of records together. That would have been actually. sick to talk about. And apparently in his house, there's just like ARIA awards and like all this stuff just like sitting around. Yeah. But yeah, he's a – um. Yeah, he's he's an absolute G. He put out music. He put out some stuff that sounded like James Blake like a few years ago, mm. and it was good. Yeah, right. I haven't heard that. To go back and have a squeeze. Yeah, I went. I saw him in an elevator once in um in Sydney when we were touring hundreds. All good things happen in yeah, elevators. Yeah, it was very cool. I was like, you know, I was in the elevator in LA with a like Rihanna uh, or something, wasn't it? Oh uh, yeah, that was. Did, have <laughs> I ever told that story? Yeah, on here? or not on here? I don't think no. That was the funniest. That was with Dwight in um, Vegas and we were hammered and it was like the era of like um, off-kilter beanies. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Tumbler in effect. Yeah, it was, it was cool. flannos. It was cool, guys. There was a flannel flano over a singlet or something. This, uh-huh. The more I talk about it, this sounds horrible. <laughs> um, but I, we were walking out of the palms and she was coming the other way. It was like red-haired Brianna, mm-hmm. and um, I clocked her. So I was like, sp- sp- turned around and went back towards the elevator, but like pretty, pretty calmly. And Dwight's like, "What are we doing?" I was like, "Brianna." So kind of cruised up, and as the elevator's coming down, the doors open, they get in, and I just casually walk in. So it's like her and like I think it was three bodyguards. I mean, I walk in, and Dwight hadn't had a chance to yet, and as I kind of just standing in the corner like as if i'm just using the elevator not paying anyone any attention and um it says like doors closing or whatever and the security guard just he literally just moved me <laughs> and he just goes get the next one and like i went out and the doors closed there was no chance for <laughs> Rico. it was the most casual thing and she i was standing in there trying to look as cool as humanly possible i was like you know you just i was just like I'm trying in any way to get like some attention from Rihanna without having to be like, hey, be like, hey yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, she didn't even look up once. <laughs> get the next one. That sucks. <laughs> um, but how- no, I was in an elevator with the dude from Wolf Mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were staying in the same hotel in LA when I was over there years ago and I was chatting to him. He was, he was actually a really nice guy. In terms of breakout albums, that was a fucking wrecking ball. Oh, huge. Destroyed. Yeah. 
just a Black Sabbath cover album, really. And what was there, like, fucking 12 tracks on it? Like, nine of them were, like, fucking the number one song or something. Like, in the top 100, they had, like, the first fucking nine. Wolf Mother was sick. There was the, the shitty version of them that came out, Jet. I hated Jet. <laughs> Jet Are You Gonna sucked. Be My Girl? Was yeah. I hated that so much. Yeah, you suck. It yeah. seemed just, I don't know, it seemed like super overly contrived to me. Mm. I don't know why, because it was, obviously Wolf Mother was as well. It was the other yeah. one, the, um, that, the English one, The Darkness. Oh, yeah, They yeah. were sick, dude, because yeah. they were a funnier version yeah. of that. I used to have that as my like, love is only a feeling song. Yeah. It's my waking up alarm. It's like you can't wake up unhappy yeah. to that. You just feel like you're standing on a mountain blasting out a guitar solo. <laughs> they were a sick band, actually. They used to do go super high voice. Mm-hmm. Man, that ruled. Oh, you said you had something to talk about today. What was it? Oh, we We've covered, covered off two of them already. Ooh, yeah. Came in with some fucking- I know. Came in with some topic. My Donald Trump, uh, Australian Donald Trump. Who was, was your Who was your Australian Donald Trump? Well, we kind of, I kind of talked to it like uh, I was thinking fucking Shane Warne. Yeah. Ben Cousins might be a good one. <laughs> I would love to have Ben Cousins Ben Cousins here. should be the next premier. Yeah. I don't see him as a prime minister, but he'd be a bagging premier. You know what? I'll say something serious about Ben Cousins. I actually think it's- super unfortunate the way that he's been treated by WA and the media in general because every time that he'd fuck up they were like he's had every chance in the world like they were just real shitty about it and mm. he's like that's what addiction is like the dude was a drug addict and not only that he came out and did a documentary of footage of his as well where he did like a tell all and was like yeah my, I was getting my dad to drive me to like my meth dealer and stuff mm-hmm. and I was you know I, he, I think he injured his leg or something surfing and then ended up relapsing because of the pain medication and stuff like that. But he was, I mean, he was the f- most famous footy player in Australia, I'm pretty sure. Like he'd won the Brownlow and stuff. Yeah. And then he was willing to come out and be like. This is what this looks like. And it, there was videos of him smoking meth. Yeah. Like actual videos yeah. of it. And I remember the general consensus was everyone was like, what a fucking idiot. He had everything. It's like, yo, this is kind of a lesson about like like some of you that have kids like your your kids are going to be drug addicts and they're going to get caught in this thing of addiction and it's a very fucking real thing and for, for that to be like it just felt like a teachable moment mm-hmm. where they could be like guys this is this person that you love and he's a drug addict and he was struggling i think that and they kind of just shit on him that doco came out probably 10 years ago now it was probably even longer maybe more and i think it's a different time if it came out today i think it would have been received a lot differently i thought that but then he you know didn't he go to jail or something and they were just like the media it's like covered the fucking newspapers like he hasn't been in jail for for quite some time he's fucking reading the news now he's reading sports he's just about to start his new job yeah that rules. Yeah, because he did some stuff with Street X. And I said to Dan, like, I would love to get him on because I'd love to talk about that stuff. Fuck but it. he's probably got, because you've got media commitments now, it's like. Probably can't. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be, maybe maybe he wants to leave that sort of stuff behind. Mm. Who, who would be your dream guest on here? Shit. John Mayer. <laughs> Tom Mish? <laughs> uh, um, like, are we talking like fucking. Gandhi, or are we talking people that might actually be people that you might like? People that are with, within some form of reach. I have my. I, I we will get this man on at some point. I've been meaning to put a call into him for a while, but he's a current police officer. Um, I believe he is 
a superintendent um, of major crimes, looking after like the nasty shit, rape, um, child molestations, that sort of nasty shit. But he was also part of the peacekeeping force that went to East Timor. Um, and he's just an all-round sick dude. And he just got wild stories. Wild stories. Super crazy uh, he's, life experience. He's someone that I really, really want to talk to on here for sure. And That's, I'm desperate to make that happen. I reached out to the crime reporter from the West Australian. I think he's independent, but um, he wrote the book about the Claremont, Claremont serial, serial killer. killer. And I was like, I'd love to talk about that because I just find that really interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, something around that would be cool. In the same vein of uh, of crime, then. Um, Why right are we automatically linked to go this way? Eh? Oh, man. I, we'll have to finish on something more lighthearted because this is really mm. dark. But I was reading something the other day about a, a fucking kid in Texas, Kevin Davis. I think he was like 17 or 18 years old. Um, was living with his mum. And from all accounts, from himself even, his mum was super nice, had no issues with her. But I think she made him do something. I can't quite remember. He made him do something that he didn't want to do or he just got pissed off with her. So he came back into the room, came up behind her and bashed her head in with a hammer. Um, killed her, like split her skull open, was very, very vicious. And then had sex with her corpse. Oof. I think there may have been some issues there. To finish, to finish. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then the story goes, he decided that he wanted to know what brains were like. So he put his hand inside of her skull and smushed her brains. Oh, my God. And he said that it felt like putty. What? In, did they just interview him and they were like, what does your mom's brain feel like? He he was, if you watch the interviews with him, he's very open and honest about how this all went down. Is this recent? 2014. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. There's some grim ones like that where it's just like- What the fuck? How, yeah. how do you get there at 17 or 18 years old? You must just have a darkness within you. Uh, mm -hmm. I listened to that case file and there was a couple of those that I listened to where I was just like, oh, this isn't even entertaining. This is just- It's just- Scream! Like you listen to it and you're like, oh my god! Well, you know what? I do have an unhealthy obsession with at the moment. Mm. On TikTok is watching Chris Hansen how to catch or to catch a predator videos clips. <laughs> it is so good, man. Those dudes are fucking idiots. Yeah, it's sad though because so many of them are get clearly away with autistic. It. Oh yeah, fully. Like, and it's just like it's yeah, especially the ones that are like, oh, you see them, they're like, oh, I don't know. It's like, don't get me wrong, like they must be stopped. But it does feel like they're baiting, like, some pretty dumb people. Yeah. Have you seen that one where the guy's, uh, the guy's talking to, I think it's like an Omegle or whatever it is, where you, mm -hmm. and there's the two girls and there's this kid that's like a Cristiano Ronaldo fan and they go, the girls are going, oh, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo and they show him a shirt that they have as well. And he's like, oh, cool, you're a big fan. He's like, yeah, well, mine's a triple XL, so, like, you can get in it with me. And then, like, he's, like, flirting with her. And the, the other girl's like, how old are you? And he's, like, 21. And he goes, she's 14. He goes, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. And he's like, oh, no. And then he, so he, just, he, like, turns it off straight away and it goes to the next person. And it's this Indian guy. And he's still there going, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. Oh, my God. 
And then, uh, and the guy's like, what happened? And he goes, she was 14. I, I don't know. She looked like she was 17, like in the conversation. And the guy's like, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, oh, it's so bad. Show bobs. Yeah, those to catch a predator ones are so, <laughs> I don't know that all that stuff to, don't get me wrong, like I've watched those things before, but I'm, I always, I'm just like, oh, this just leaves me feeling grim yeah especially does, when they does. confront them and they're like no like i wasn't doing anything they're like dude you said this <laughs> yeah yeah and they're like no like i didn't i, I was just joking it's like, fuck. god imagine like let's not imagine that you're a fucking pedophile but <laughs> if you're in a position similar where like you were doing something potentially illegal and you just get sprung midway through you're like oh fuck i am so fucked <laughs> they caught red-handed man actually i kind of had a situation like that myself didn't I? <laughs> in japan Wait, wait, wait. Uh, it's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> we saw you buy it. <laughs> yeah, your initial thing. It's like when, you know, someone, someone, I think the majority of relationships these days end because someone gets access to someone else's phone. Yeah. <laughs> That um that to catch a predator thing though uh, reminded me of that that same Sean Ryan interview where he wasn't talking about the hacking he was talking about exposing uh, pedophiles. Did you, mm, did you get? Nah, into that? I only watched the little clip of it. Oh, Sean Ryan man. is like, I try not to. I've I've seen a couple of bits of his stuff, but I try not to watch too much of it because it's so much. <laughs> YouTube's just like, oh, do you like right wing? <laughs> 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 it starts just yeah. sending me like Craig, Stephen Crowder and stuff. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I listened. I listened to that whole podcast, um, and he has a. I can't remember what it was called. I'd love to give it a plug, but um, he essentially works with uh, an ex, uh, an, a UFC fighter, or or a potentially an MMA fighter that's trying to get into the UFC. They're together basically hacking these websites that these pedos use to communicate and share content. And he was talking about some of the stuff that he uncovered. And, you know, people are fucking grim, man. Like there is a thing where a dude will hook up with a woman, like old people, older people, to have a child with the intent to oh, then it's so gross, molest dude. Like, that yeah. person. I said there was a band called uh, – and I really like this band actually – when I was in that kind of phase, they were called Lost Prophets and they were an English band that kind of sounded like the used. I saw them play live once and um, the singer of that band is like, I think he's the worst pedophile ever. Like he's wow. in jail for, it's insane, dude. It's so, it's so gross. That stuff, it obviously, you know, child trafficking and all that, it's, it fully happens. Yeah. It's so weird. You ever watch Aston Kutcher talk about it? No. He- has dedicated like a ton of his life to this. Mm. And um, yeah, there's a thing where he's at Congress and he's like, yo, this stuff is fully happening. Like there is kids being like traded like fucking playing cards. Mm. It's, I think it's just so grim that people just don't want to know about Like, you know, it's like you don't want to know about it. Mm -hmm. And then it gets attached to things like Pizzagate <laughs> where it's like just ludicrous and you're like, for fuck's sake. But yeah, I think that that stuff- the internet, man. There is some darkness. There's some darkness within it. Real dark. I'm just glad we got people like that dude out there trying to. Well, you say that, but us. then you vilify the guy at your school <laughs> who was doing research. <laughs> Maybe he was just fucking setting up a YouTube channel. <laughs> That'd be the perfect cover if you were a better. <laughs> you start a YouTube channel catching other ones. <laughs> you get to just get all the fruit. <laughs> 
guys, it's for this. Oh, man. It's Chris Hansen to the decoy artist. It's like, so what are you doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go for some pizza? Oh, man. I think my YouTube, you know, I said like if I watch too many weird things like that, then the algorithm's like, oh, maybe you'll like this. It's so bad. I think it's Steven Crowder. That's, it's someone that it's just constantly, it's like, man destroys feminist. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like all of his videos are like that. It's like, it's just a dude being an asshole to people who are clearly like mentally ill. Like, yeah. you know, people that are standing up going, well, how do you, like, I identify as this and like, but they, they're doing it to such an extreme. And then- He's just there going, no, actually, what this is, it's just like, oh, man, we're just listening to two assholes argue <laughs> here. It's like the two extremes. I don't like either of these people. I did hear it was in a similar kind of guy. I don't know whether it's the same guy you're thinking of, but he was having a debate with a, a they, them mm-hmm. around, um, you know, gender definitions and how there are a multitude, a spectrum of genders. Is this the girl that looks like um, Where's Wally? Might that was in be. like um, Congress, like a black chick. No, uh, no. It was like this week. His his example was because you always have this argument with them, and it's hard to get a definitive. Okay, well, this is this, and this is this. Do you agree? Yes, and then they dig their own hole. And he basically said she was an EMT, drove an ambulance. He's like, if you went to a um, uh, an incident and it was a person who identified to you that they are a male and you, when you ask what's wrong with him, he says he thinks he's having a miscarriage. Would you consider that in your medical capacity to be a possibility? And she goes, no, but, you know, kind yeah. of tries to like go back. It's like, so what are you saying? Yeah, Men I know. It's, it's so funny because it's such a, like, debating is just about, like, baiting someone into Correct. a hole and then going, yes, now <laughs> everything you think is wrong. It's like, no, it's like an extreme thing. Like, I don't, I mean, I think I think that the gender conversation is just fucking super outplay, overplayed. Mm-hmm. And I think it leans into our, like, necessity for, like, everything to be exploited where it's like, oh, look, at the, this is what these people think and- this is what these people think and what side of the fence do you stand on? It's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, people are going to believe what they want to believe. It'll yeah. really fucking bother me. I don't give a fuck if you think you're a fucking dragon. Exactly. There is a guy. There's a guy that's a lizard, right? Oh, I'm sure there He's is. He's like all tattooed his eyelids oh, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't shit in my fucking garden. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> if I met him and he was like, I'm a lizard, I'm like, all right, bro. I'm not going to be like, uh, are you, do you shed your skin? <laughs> Just be like, this person obviously believes it. They can go on with their life and I won't have to really interact with them anymore. Yeah. It's a strange, yeah, it's a strange. The internet's just built up. Everything, everything feels like it's just searching for um, hypocrisy. Like it's like, oh, if you like, if you think this then and you don't think that, then how are you? How do you live with yourself? It's like we're constantly looking for like the the hole in the argument. Yeah, and it's like the the world is not really like that. The world is just like normal people having normal conversations. Yeah, <laughs> one eighteen. We're doing pretty well. How can we we can probably wrap it up? Um, Tom, did I send you the merch? You showed me a mock up. The mock up. Yeah. yeah. So the new merch I'll put out probably next week. Um. Thanks to all of the Patreons. The numbers 
numbers haven't grown, but they're still solid. We still have quite a few people on there checking it out. So if you don't um, follow the Patreon, you can. There's extra stuff on there. Yep. Um, and you get these episodes early. And then, yeah. If you are a regular listener, try and listen on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Spotify. Yeah. YouTube is monetized. Spotify is not. Yeah, it's weird. Spot like if you think about how many hours mm. and we and most the majority large majority of our listeners are on Spotify. The Spotify don't pay. Yeah, they don't pay anything. No, only in America. Yeah, so it's like it's pretty crazy. So we out here got to hustle for ourselves. That's it. But yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. We got some we got some cool guests coming up actually. Fuck yeah. But they can remain nameless for now. You'll have to tune in and find out. And on that note, peace. Uh, we got to do ad.